Hello, good day. Welcome back. It's Friday. It's our day, and you are back on Electricpreneur Secrets, the premium service electricians podcast, where we help you master sales, simplify pricing, and deliver premium level electrical service. I'm Clay Newmeyer. With me, as always, Joseph, the sales bot, Lucani. As you can see below, Clay Newmeyer is not put there, but the pleasant peasant is back from north of the border, up where there's snow in the mountains at this point, Joe. I had to look out the window to confirm that as I said it. But my brother, how are you doing today? I am cold. Man, it's <laughs> weird. It's like New York always has this temperature where it feels like it just punches you in the nads out of nowhere. Like it's rainy or it's cold or it's hot. So right now we're supposed to get 10 inches of rain in the next four hours. Wow. Yeah, so that's like uh, you're in the floodplain here again. Pretty much, yeah. So, like, if I if I suddenly stop talking on this podcast, is because internet cut out. But we're gonna power through it to the best of our ability. What about what about you, man? How you holding up? Well, I just got this visual of you taking on water through the windows of the house and just filling up the office here. So, well, one thing that your boy is proud of is that when we had this house built and did all the landscaping excavation, we have everything pitched away. We have an awesome drainage system. So even in my subterranean layer, I am not worried about water coming in. And great landscapers in which you've placed yep. some trust. So you know what? I believe you. I think we're going to be all right. I'm doing well, man. We actually, uh, we got a new vehicle last week, a new used vehicle. Mm-hmm. New for you. With a rooftop tent. And uh, we're looking forward to getting back to forest and a little bit of nature this weekend. Much needed, uh, no screen time days where there's no cell service. And that's exactly where we're going. So pretty pumped up about that, man. Otherwise, it's still Friday. There's still work to do. We've got great stuff for you guys today. Listening, watching in. If you're live with us on Electricpreneur Secrets, the Facebook group, engaging with us, please say hello. Let us know how your week went. Let us know what you're excited about going into the weekend. And let us know if you hired someone to take over that office yet. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's important stuff. And today's episode, we're going to talk about the office leverage you might not even be aware of that you have with that person in play. The organic and outbound marketing. Mm-hmm. We've even got a win to share, Joe. I know. And I'm super proud of that win. Where should we start? You know what? It doesn't matter to me. Where I guess we start off is we can talk about the win, but I think what we should start off is why we're even doing this. Why is it so important to have an office staff? We've all talked about it all week, but how can we use it to leverage leads today? Yeah. Yeah. And yesterday we really dove deep into like the mental equity piece and we called it Mm -hmm. mental equity millionaire because I truly believe if you free up that mental equity and you're able to focus on the things that you do best, then you're going to be able to, to, to put bigger things in motion like this, like this topic. So I agree with you. That has been the topic of the week. We do believe this is the first higher secret that no one's told you before. Mm-hmm. And again, we're not throwing band-aids on this. This is the real deal, guys. If you will delegate the things you're not great at, the things that are not your superpowers, you can allow that to be someone else's superpower where their strengths already lie and where they can be the lever for that growth in your business. Did I miss anything, Joe? No, I think you hit it on the head. I love it. Okay. So we've got this tool that our clients get. And it's pretty valuable and it's something that we put right up front. So in the first week of joining our program, we do go through a little marketing roadmap, 
because we used to encounter this problem once in a while. And that problem was, well, it's great. I'm learning the sales. I'm attending the classes, but I've got nothing on the calendar. Mm -hmm. Got no leads. We realized, well, okay, we got to teach people a thing or two about filling the pipeline and leveraging that pipeline so that when that happens, it's just back to the service leads now list. That's mm-hmm. what I'm referring to today. And the win that you had this morning on, on a client call mm-hmm. was someone who shared that they had encountered this very situation. Yes. Can I talk about that? Please. Okay. So we're not going to name names, but we had our client that we were working with today. Um, we were doing a special session with him. And he had explained that there wasn't anything on the calendar. Top tier salesperson didn't have anything on the calendar. Like things just started to slow down. And it was like, well, what do we do? So we actually started making outbound campaigns and started calling all the existing glades that he already had, meaning I'm calling existing customers. But where it really thrived was he called a pile of leads that didn't take action on an existing offer. He was like, I have these people, they're low impact leads, but I got to get my door doing something. So he got his foot in the door with memberships doing the inspections and saying like, all right, we're going to go and do inspection calls for our clients. From those inspections, he generated 17,500. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's not a small amount from nothing to 17,500. Correct. So, where the win lied was that a lot of us believe that the only leads with intention are the ones directly in front of us, when often it's the people that haven't been answered in the past. They gave you their number somehow, they showed somehow that they had faith in you to want to talk to them. The only person that's going to say no is them. If they don't want to say no, there's no reason for you to stop calling. No reason to assume it, if I could say that. Exactly, right? Like some of us were like, oh, you know, I don't don't want that right now. Okay, I'll talk to you later. And we hang up and we never touch that call. Mm -hmm. So something that we can say is, I'm happy to help. I understand where you're coming from. Before we get off this call, I just have one last question if you'd be so kind. Is this a not now project or is this a not ever project? Mm. The reason being is I don't want to be a pest to you and I only want to be in contact if you feel like this is something that's going to benefit you. So just so I know not to follow up with that reason, is it that you're never going to want to do this again or it's just not right now? 100%. Great question. I want to give like a special thank you and a congratulations and an applause all at once because this this guy, this great client just followed the play. And sometimes we can just, we complicate things to the point of like ridiculousness. I've done it too. Joe's done it too. We've all been there to this place where our ego tends to get in the way of our actions. And I don't mm-hmm. mean ego like, oh, you're an arrogant prick. I mean, like sometimes your ego actually is about scarcity too. Sometimes your ego protects itself right? Mm -hmm. And that's usually the stuff that gets in the way. And what I've seen out of this client and their team, that has not been an issue. So big congratulations to them. And it's just a massive, massive win for electricians everywhere, really. I agree. Because we get to share that with everyone who listens to this episode. And that is so valuable. If we can get people to understand the value of that follow-up, because as you brought into light there and assuming that no, it's one of the most dangerous things we can do. Now, that said, have you ever heard time kills all deals? Yeah. I was going to say so did emails, but yeah. 
<laughs> so do emails. Nice. That okay. We're gonna coin that. There's there's something coming around a meme with time and emails kill all deals. But please, I saw you put your hand up. Jump on in, Joe. Yeah. No. What I was just gonna say was that this is one of the reasons where people say, "Oh, I can't hire a CSR. I can't hire an office manager because it's an expense that I can't take on." Mm. I want to shift the focus and say, like, all right, let's say that you're on a job right now but you don't have work for Monday. What do you do, right? You could either not do the job you're on right now and delay cash that's coming in, or you can delegate this outbound to someone else. Now we have outbound scripts. We have outbound processes. All you got to do is just sit someone and run the play. But the benefit is, is all they need is one sale. Just one, $1,000, $500, $600. It doesn't matter how the size of it is. But in this opportunity, it was thousands of dollars gained. Yep. So in that situation, if they made a $17,000 sale, wouldn't that have now paid for this person's position and then some for a period of time? Yeah. I mean, for a lot of office managers, I mean, that's almost half their salary if it works that way. It was a simple attribution, but, but exactly. Yeah. It becomes an investment. I may have said this before, but one of my great uh, business mentors, Keith Cunningham, said this, and he said it so well. As one of his managers of one of his many businesses came forward to him and he asked at the monthly report, why are the expenses higher and the profits lower for this period in this business? And that manager had said, well, it's the cost, the rising costs of doing business. And he said, mm-mm, that's not good enough. There are no costs of doing business. There are just investments. Did these additional investments get new clients or did they help us keep clients? Those are the only reasonable mm-hmm. rises to those expenses. That's intense. And so this perspective shift is a huge decision maker help. And Ben's with us. Hey, Ben, nice to see you again, brother. Hello, ben. It's a huge, huge piece to this perspective shift that I feel is required to really appreciate what an office manager, CSR, and the people in that office position can really help you do, the leverage that they give you. There's another quote I want to bring in here, and I think it's important to recognize. If you're at a hiring freeze, if you're just stuck in general, well, I tried hiring this position. It didn't go well last time. I tried this. Yeah, it just didn't work out well. I can't see how whatever's in the way, we've got to stop that because what's important to realize is that your greatest success will come from the leverage of others as in other people. Mm-hmm. You have to find people, find ways, build systems and promote Average people coming into becoming superstars under your umbrella so that you have that stickiness, so that you've got these levers. Otherwise, you will always be what you are, which is overworked, underpaid, overwhelmed. Your family's feeling it. You're going home. You can't shut it off. They want more of you. You're giving less. This old dog won't hunt, Joe. Mm -hmm. Am I striking the pain point strong enough here? No, you are in a lot of big ways. And I'm sure there are some people out there that were listening and like, well, expenses come from other things. I mean, material costs more, labor costs more. It's like, yeah, no, we get that. 
But I also want to address the fact of what Clay's trying to say in that if an investment makes you money by helping you help your clients or helping you keep your clients, then it's not an expense. And if you think about it, your office staff, by definition, then is never an expense. It's only an investment because as you train them, that's the face of your company. Like if, if I can make a really unusual reference here, mm-hmm. like we've said that we said that the office is the smile of the company, right? Yeah. Training them is no different than brushing your teeth. Would you brush your teeth every day to make sure your smile is sharp? hundred percent. And so to make sure there's you, no Cheerios stuck in there when I go to talk to the client. Exactly. So the fact is, is that if your team is constantly brushed up, wouldn't it make sense that they can shine better and serve better? Yeah. So that time is an investment that'll actually get your customers to say, yes, this is an experience that I want. Yeah, you may be a little bit more, but it's consistent and I like it and it's friendly and I feel wanted and welcomed here. You know what? I'll call SLE. They're a good company. Yeah. So that's one of those factors. I just did not want to pass that without touching on it. Last week when we gave away that value and price objection handle, and mm-hmm. really like a deep-rooted strategy, not just the surface-level Band-Aid, as we keep saying, but a deep-rooted strategy. And you talked about something as part of your response at the surface level was mm-hmm. because of the before, during, and after value that we provide here at Service Loop yep. Electrical or whatever mm-hmm. your electrical business name is. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out that that before, during, and after are all impacted by this person in this position that we're talking about this week, mm-hmm. right? Before is in the brighter day call process, which by the way, we have linked to the value piece, the first higher secrets value piece that we're giving away this week. Want to grab that, jump on Facebook and put your hand up for it or jump on our website at serviceloopelectrical.com and reach out to us there, either through the, the chat bot that's on there or through one of the contact forms that you'll find there. Through that, that becomes the before, though. Someone's answering the phone with a smile, like Joe mentioned, Mm -hmm. discussing, at least beginning to introduce the idea of a first-class membership, part Mm -hmm. of your irresistible offer as a premium service provider, and even making an offer, a leveraged offer for that membership on that call, not to mention just building rapport with that person for the first time with your business. Mm -hmm. Sounds important, right? It's absolutely crucial because I can imagine the best companies in the world with, let's say, I have the finest trained technicians. We run nothing but gold wire. Everything is mint. But then when they call your office, it's the same 1995 generic hold music. And all your customers are used to hearing is you're experiencing a higher than normal call volume. I don't care how good your techs are. If I got to wait, I'm calling someone else. So it's that first stage. And it's also so easily defendable. Do you mind if we touch a little bit on the before, during, and after? Because I feel like that was worth touching on. Yeah, keep going. So a lot of times people say, well, how do I handle objections when they argue about price? We touched on that last week, but it also ties directly into what we're doing today, where if you have a well-trained, well-oiled front office, that's a value adder. Mm-hmm. And it's also something your client directly experiences, right? So whereas they may not see your quality until after they hire you, they most certainly would have had to experience your customer service provided they called your office. So when someone goes and says, well, why are you so much more? 
like, well, our goals serve you before, during, and after. And as an example, one of the benefits is when you called our office, how many times did it ring before we answered? It's like barely at all. I yeah. get it. We could have had a, we could have hired someone right out of high school who wasn't a customer service professional, or we could have hired, we could have gotten a robot service, make you wait on hold. Was it wrong of us to want to give you better service, even at a cost more? Not at all. So how would you like to proceed? With the job, with this option. <laughs> I love Let's it. work together, right? So yes. Mm -hmm. And then I want to, uh, again, touching on the before, during, and after, there's the aftermath too, which mm -hmm. is what our client really did, which was really something we should be doing anyway. We shouldn't actually wait till our leads dry up. We should be following up with every opportunity, every single time, never assuming the no, always keeping in touch. And that just takes more time than you're going to be able to do as a business owner. Please jump on in, Joe. I didn't want to break your flow, but there was a specific number that came to mind of a time that's good to track for those opportunities. Let's hit it. So I've heard two different theories and I'm okay with either one because I've tried them both. Yeah. The first is three days after. So in other words, let's say you have an opportunity and they said, no, you're not calling the next day. That seems a little desperate, but three days later with, Hey, I know we had come out. We had offered you a bunch of different solutions. I just wanted to see with a little bit of time, what were your thoughts on them? Or if you had any additional questions that I can answer for you, not asking for the sale, but saying, were there any additional questions that I had or was there anything that wasn't clarified to enough of detail? The second number is two weeks. So it's three days and then two weeks. The reason why we say two weeks is at that point, if they were getting estimates, they should have had a decent amount of experience. But where it really thrives is where the competition isn't on point. Mm. Because more than likely, they get quotes or request quotes, but they don't actually come in. They met with someone two days after you were there, but they still haven't received a quote yet. Or the person rescheduled on them twice and they haven't even met them yet. So if you call two weeks later and say, hey, Clay, I know it's been a little bit since last we talked. As we were previously saying, we want to serve you before, during, and after. Even though you didn't get a chance to work with us yet, I want to see where you served at a level that you felt comfortable with by someone else at this point. Oh, you weren't. It still hasn't gotten done. Well, would it be wrong of us to want to open the door and see if we can work out something together? Okay, great. When can we come out and help you with that? Really easy call, super effective. It's it's like the mayor campaign, very passive, by the way. No pressure, again, which follows our entire process. Speaking of which, if you guys haven't noticed, all of this stuff as we go week to week seems pretty congruent. We're able to deep dive into these details because our inside track, the program, the coaching program that we have that helps all of our clients build their businesses and grow so much in their premium service endeavors. It's all through a specific strategic roadmap and all articulated so that this all flows off the tip of our tongues, but it's also right there in this package. So if you feel like you need help, you go ahead and reach out to us. Facebook's one of the best places, but again, on the website. That said, Joe, we don't have a ton more time, but there's a big piece I wanna add into this. And it's this well, organic marketing piece which again, feeds into the big machine, feeds into the big before, during, and after. Really speaking of before, in client attraction and even client repeats, people that you've sold options to before but have unsold options already laid out. Would it be wrong of us to approach that again, knowing exactly what they're, 
their needs, desires, and problems are? Wouldn't be wrong. Not at all. Crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So here's a little free tip that you guys could take use on, and I'll even call it an action item for you as you get this person in play or if you delegate this to a marketing agency. Have you ever heard of a drip campaign, Joe? Yes, I have. I think it's actually awesome. We talked about how time kills all deals. One of the deals that kills is where you have a blank space between their initial awareness of you and your offer and the next touch point with you. Mm -hmm. This is really bad to not fill that space with more touch points because there's a lot of science around how many touch points it takes for many of the clients or prospects that are out there to actually buy with you. And those touch points today would be quoted somewhere between 20 and 50 even for some buyers. There's very few that are buying today and many, 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 like 50% of your potential clients are buying in the future. They're not there yet. So shouldn't we have some value drips to help them get there becomes the question. I would agree. And who better than an office manager or, again, if you're going third party, that's fine, but not you. You don't have time. It's probably not getting done effectively. But to take and make an email campaign that's going to send a weekly little promotional offer or some sort of value drip to those prospects that haven't bought everything you have to offer, that haven't taken you up on the highest level. I know what people are saying and thinking. No one checks their emails anymore. That's what we call a generalization. Generalizations kill clarity. In our group, we definitely have clients that are sending email drip campaigns and causing further sales from them. Is it 100% effective? Of course not. Is it 50% effective? Of course not. But even if it was 10% effective, if you send an email and it brings you a client, is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, there's... Um... If I were to have 100 emails sent, but those 100 emails brought me $10,000 and I wouldn't have got them otherwise, I see that as a win. Because if you think about it, if I needed to mine for new leads with my pay-per-click or with my, uh, you know, my Google CSM, LSA, yeah. LSA, yeah, the biggest issue that we're going to run into is it's just going to cost more and more and more. But at least now it's in your corner and by you constantly exposing them, they get to have that connection maintained. And may, you never know what email it was. That's going to make them say, you know what, that's it. But now you also have the data that you can use. So it's Retargeting. helpful. Retargeting, man. Now to add another layer, I said I had a little secret for you. Here's this free value piece that you can use, take action on. In those email drips, go ahead and put a little line in there about visiting you on your Facebook page to get more useful home electrical tips from your team and then make sure that on your Facebook and on your social media, you're doing those drips there too and doing consistent posts and make sure to be a person and engage with people personally because people do business with who they know, like, and trust mm -hmm. and make sure to give a tip or two away each week to help homeowners for free, just mm -hmm. like we do for you. Because value is what connects with people these days. It's what gives you another dimension in your marketing. And that dimension is trust. And if you did that and you were able to continually be in front of the people who aren't done buying from you yet, what are the chances they will buy from you more? I mean, why wouldn't they? They're going to keep the cycle because as long as you've served them well, you're a consistent experience, you become a safe bet. And people are willing to pay more for a safe bet. 
And then the final icing on the cake is to recognize that you're not just advertising, you're not just marketing to potential clients or bettering clients and that relationship with you. You're also marketing to potential staff mm-hmm. and you're attracting people to your brand. And the more you show up and look like a premium provider and someone who cares about people, helping people realize their potential, helping homeowners realize their better quality life, you'll have more electricians lined up to work with you as well. Mm -hmm. And that is the power we wanted to get into today with the leverage of having this office manager, CSR, that three-dimensional effect on your company. And we got a couple of comments. Ben says external and internal customers. Absolutely, man. That's a great way to look at it. And Austin Matthews checking in from Disney World. Animal Kingdom Lodge, thanks, brother, for showing up for this. Even when you're with your family on vacation, mm-hmm. make sure to enjoy. Whew. Joe, we're running out of time. I gave a big action item. Do you have an all-star maybe separate or to tag on to that? Or should we come I think up I with can. All right. I think I can. Take it away. Okay. So a lot of times we worry about not having the leads immediately, Right. And then when the time comes for us to try and find something, it ends up feeling like a scramble. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to suggest today are steps that you can take that you can assign as a KPI that makes it so that it's less scary in the future. Love it. So after you've worked with your client, let's say your CSR is now taking the call and it either goes yay or nay. They either got on the calendar or they didn't. Any client that you got their information that didn't make it to the calendar, I want you to add it to a list. The reason being is that when there comes a time when you don't have calls, you have a list of people that weren't served by you. And if nothing else, you can follow up to see if they had their needs met. Bare minimum. Hey, I know you called us a couple weeks ago and you were talking about having a renovation done. I know we weren't able to help you with that. I just wanted to make sure it was taken care of to the standard you felt comfortable with. At the very least, hey, I show that I care. Mm. B, I wasn't served. Well, would you still be interested in getting that taken care of? Yeah, no one gets back to me. Come on by. Okay, now I've got my opportunity for a lead. So instead of having to force someone to dig backwards, if they just write a couple of them down, that list will organically grow and you'll be able to tap into that in the future. Love it, Joe. Big time. That was a huge finish to a Friday and another great week on Electricpreneur Secrets, the Electrician's Podcast, episode 167. We managed to overcome the 25,000 downloads feat this week. Joe, super pumped about that. Want to thank all of our listeners. And you know what? We're just proud to be able to show up and help electricians like no one's done before. We deserved this a while ago. It's about time we have this. So thanks for showing up. Thanks for showing up for yourself and us and keep on doing so and maybe think about, consider taking action on building your business up by hiring this office position if you haven't yet. Thank you, Joe. Hoping you have a great weekend, brother. That's it. All the same to you, my friend and everyone listening. Wish you all the best. Cheers.